What's up? Welcome to the Fit Trials Podcast. I'm Tori. I'm an online fitness coach possessed by cultivating fitness transformations. I take the exhausted, tried everything individual and breed them into a healthy lifestyle machine. With guest appearances from other entrepreneurs in all industries, we tackle the trials and tribulations of fitness and business together and have a little fun in between. So if you're ready to level up, let's dive in. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Trials Podcast. I am your host, Tori. If you are a new listener, warm welcome. Welcome to the podcast, fam. Happy to have you here. If you are a loyal OG listener, welcome back. As always, I am so grateful for your support. I appreciate you listening in, and I hope that these episodes provide as much value for you that I pump into them. I really do put a lot of effort into the content I put into these podcasts. They are the closest thing that you will get to coaching with me without actually being a one-on-one or group client. So I hope that you get a ton of value from these episodes. Today I'm coming at you with five mindset prompts for lasting fitness. And this episode is for you if you feel like you're someone who has the concrete aspects of fitness pretty pinned down. If you feel like you work out enough, you eat healthy enough, but you just don't feel like you're 100% there. Maybe workouts still feel like a chore. Maybe nutrition still requires too much mental effort. You've got kind of a weird relationship with food. You got a body image thing going on. Like Maybe you're just not 100% comfortable with where you're at. You're just not where you would be if you were totally satisfied. And if that's the case, then mindset is probably your issue. And it's most people's issue. Honestly, that's the foundation for everything else. It's the first thing that we cover in my group program. It's something that we constantly revisit with my one-on-one clients. Mindset is so huge. So five mindset prompts for lasting fitness. That's what I'm coming at you with today. Before I get into the specifics, and you know I love the specifics and I love just diving right into it, I did want you to know about the opportunities that you have through working with me, things that I have created in order to support you in whatever area you need support in. So here's what I have for you. It's four things. Number one, if you feel like you need just help with training, I have created a home workout subscription. There will be a gym edition that will be following in a few months when gyms start to reopen across the country because we're still experiencing (laughs) some um, fallback from COVID-19. So currently it's a home workout subscription, but if you have equipment at home, there's an easy way that you can fold that in. So if you just need support with training, there is that for you. If you need help with nutrition, that's specifically what you need help with. I just released a download called the Pantry Playbook. It's got 60-60 product brands and uh, food products, food products and brands that have helped myself and things that I recommend to my clients that just makes fitness a lot easier. I know exactly what I'm picking up at the store. I know the exact brand. I know that it's going to fit my goals. So if you need food ideas, if you need help with what to buy, what to keep on hand, that is going to be the ticket for you. It's only seven bucks too. So you can download your copy at thefittrials.com. Number three, if group coaching is your jam, if you feel like you need hands-on support, video calls with me, my knowledge, 
pushed onto you, (laughs) pumping your brain with everything you need to know in a community setting and in an affordable way. There's a waitlist for my group program. The second round is going to run in August and the first round filled up really quick. So if you want first dibs on that, make sure you're on that waitlist. It's the Fireside Chats waitlist. And lastly, option number four is one-on-one coaching. If you feel like you just need help with everything, if you feel like you've been hitting the same wall over and over, simply apply or send me a DM on Instagram asking me about what your options are. I'm super flexible. I know it's a trying time right now with the virus and with people out of work. So I don't want that to be the reason your fitness falls to the wayside. So that is definitely an option for you. If you are concerned about budget, if you're concerned about time, there are ways that we can work around it. So those are the four ways that I can help you in whatever way you need help in your fitness. So training planned through my home workout subscription, nutrition help with the pantry playbook, group coaching waitlist, one-on-one coaching application. Those are the options. You can go and search around and see what works for you at thefittrials.com. And with that, let's get into five mindset prompts for lasting fitness. If you really want to go the extra mile, it would be a good idea to pause this episode or revisit it and make sure that you write these down. I did send it out to my email list, so if you're on my email list, you will have received these in writing already, but it might be a good idea to pause and walk yourself back through it, journal about it, um, at least put the prompts in writing because then you will remember remember it. And if you really want to get bonus points, then you will say these out loud because there is a big difference between internalizing something and just absorbing it and actually saying it out loud and putting it into effect. So with that, let's start with number one and tell me how this feels. If you say out loud, repeat after me, this body is mine forever. It does so much for me. It's my job to honor it. Say it out loud. This body is mine forever. It does so much for me. It's my job to honor it. I've had clients say before, prospective clients or just people that I've been doing market research with on Instagram, they say, you know, I hate this body or I'm so sick of this body. And it places the blame on the body when you and your body are one team. It's not you versus your body. It's you and your body versus the world, right? When you team up, with your body and choose to honor it, a lot of things look differently. When it's not you versus your body and my body's against me and everything's against me, when you actually take the time to think, oh, I'm friends with my body, like my body and I rely on each other. We're supposed to be a team. That makes, you know, eating different. That makes working out look a little bit different. When you think of that as you are together, you're not alone, you and your body are in it together, that makes a big difference on how you look at things. It changes your perspective. Number two, food is fuel and an experience, not a cheat or treat meal, not a punishment, not a therapist, not a void filler. Repeat after me. Food is fuel and an experience, not a cheat or treat meal, not a punishment, not a therapist, not a void filler right? You need food. It is okay to eat. You shouldn't feel guilt around food or feel like there need to be conditions, pre-existing conditions in order for you to eat. You shouldn't feel like food is your emotional solace, right? This is inner work, not the absence of a plan. 
right? You shouldn't feel like you have to work out in order to eat, right? You have what's called your resting metabolic rate. Mine, fun fact, is 1,500 calories per day at least. That's if I just lay in bed and breathe like a vegetable, like just I need 1,500 calories to sustain my normal body processes. So remember, you need food. It's okay to eat. You don't need to work out in order to eat anything. You don't need to work out in order to eat cake. You don't need to work out in order to eat vegetables, right? And this is inner work. It's not the absence of a plan. You don't need a training plan and a diet plan. If that was true and we just plugged and played that, everybody on earth would be shredded. (laughs) But that's not the case, right? That's not what's happening. There's a lot of deeper stuff going on. Number three, exercise is not punishment or compensation for something I ate. It's how I pay myself, an investment in myself. Repeat after me. Exercise is not punishment or compensation for something I ate. It's how I pay myself, an investment in myself. Exercise is an investment in your longevity, my friend, in your body, in yourself. It teaches so many skills and qualities. It teaches perseverance, diligence, discipline, commitment, strength. Like it teaches so much. It's not the balancer or the equalizer for eating, right? It's not the prerequisite. It's not the prerequisite to eat, right? Exercise is an investment. And not only is it an investment in, you know, managing stress and helping you sleep, it's an investment in making sure your bones are strong and in making sure that your body remains capable, right? It has a big, big role, not necessarily in terms of caloric burn, because remember, exercise is only one hour of a few days out of your week, right? There are 168 hours in a week, and maybe four or five of those is going to be actual exercise, right? So don't weigh so heavily on exercise and don't beat yourself up if you miss a workout, right? It's not punishment. It's not compensation. It's something that you do because you love it and because you know it's an investment in your body. Um, One of my clients was having a really hard time getting motivated to work out. And the thing about motivation is that it's not the driver, for action, right? Like action is the driver for motivation. Action creates results, which creates motivation, right? If you've never had results, how can you possibly get motivated to do something, right? You do it for the anticipation of results, but you are not going to feel motivated to work out every single day. I certainly don't. (laughs) So you have to remember that exercise is how you pay yourself. And what I was telling my client was that Um, we needed to frame exercise as something that seemed like it was going to give her a return on something because for the time being, it was feeling kind of like a chore. It was something to add to the to-do list. It was something she had to make time for. Like it was just kind of feeling like a task and not paying herself. So when we framed it as this is how you pay yourself, this is how you invest in yourself, not financially related, but life related. Like this is how you invest in yourself. And that has helped her be more consistent with her workouts because she knows how important it is. And we framed it in a way that makes sense to her because not everyone is going to get behind, oh, exercise makes me feel good. But if you say, oh, exercise helps me feel confident in this super cute bikini I just bought, like you could get behind that. So you have to figure out what is going to be your driver because motivation in and of itself is not going to keep you going. I love to joke with my one-on-one and my group clients 
that motivation is like your ex-boyfriend. It is something that shows up when it feels like it and leaves when it feels like it and doesn't tell you when it's going to (laughs) go. So don't rely on motivation to be your driver. So that's mindset prompt number three. Mindset prompt number four, working out is a gift, not a burden. I am so fortunate to have a body that is a machine. It can heal itself from trauma. It carries me and protects me and gives me freedom. Repeat after me. Working out is a gift, not a burden. I am so fortunate to have a body that is a machine. It can heal itself from trauma. It carries me and protects me and gives me freedom. In reality, it's kind of selfish and ignorant to resent exercise, don't you think? Right? Like, tell someone who doesn't have arms or legs that it's a pain to work out. You feel like a jerk now, don't you? <laughs> Our body does a lot for us, right? You get just you got to respect it, you know, R E S P E C T, right? Respect it by giving it what it needs in return right? It's selfish and ignorant to resent the fact that you're able to move and you're able to lift and you're able to use all four limbs. Like that alone is a huge privilege. So, you know, aside from it being effort, like, yeah, it is effort. You know, you don't run three miles and like feel like it was easy. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, but, you know, typically working out is going to require some exertion. It's going to require a little bit of mental and physical effort, and that's just the name of the game. So if that's a problem for you, if that's something that keeps you from working out, how can you shift that and look at it in a different way? If you're someone who doesn't like to sweat, like I get that. Sweat's kind of gross. Like it's, it's, uh, you have to change your clothes and it gets in your eyes and stings. And I totally get that. So if you're someone who doesn't love you know, sweat, maybe there is a workout that you can do that doesn't get you all sweaty. Like maybe yoga is your avenue. Or if you're someone that needs to feel like they did a good job and they need to feel like every time they work out, it was just this crazy, annihilating, destroying workout, then maybe you need to do some work on having exercise bring you peace and not necessarily amp you up. Maybe like meditation or breath work or something like that is going to be a good avenue for you, right? Like, so working out movement is what counts, not necessarily working out. You don't have to overexert yourself and just burn yourself and run yourself to the ground. You can totally achieve your fitness goals by just getting movement in, right? It's important to lift weights. Like in the long term, you should have some resistance training in your exercise regimen, but you know, work up to that. You don't have to just start hitting the gym five days a week, right? Maybe you go once a week. Maybe you um, hire an in-person trainer and just get in a couple times to get familiar and understand what you're doing and things like that. So working out is a gift, right? It's a gift. It really is. Remember that. Number five, and this is one of my favorites ones. The four, four was good. Working out is a gift. That's a good one. That is solid. <laughs> but number five is also really good. Number five is, is, insert thing that takes up my time here, ultimately more important than taking care of myself. Is that really the best way to show up for myself and for others? Repeat after me. Is, insert thing that takes my time here, work, grocery shopping, cleaning, 
happy hour, whatever. Is that ultimately more important than taking care of myself? Is that really the best way to show up for myself and for others? Is cleaning the house ultimately more important than taking care of myself? Is going to happy hour after work for the third time this week ultimately more important than taking care of myself? Right? There are a lot, a lot of trivial things that we do daily that don't serve us when it all boils down. And that's not to say that it's not okay to clean your house or have a night out, but when those things constantly take priority over your health and you start complaining that you feel tired, you feel weak, you are getting small injuries more often, your clothes are getting tighter, you have to take responsibility for your actions leading up to that. And forgive yourself. That's really important too. (laughs) Forgive yourself and move in the right direction, right? It's very easy for us to concern ourselves with what feels important at the time, right? If you're driving home and you've had a super stressful day at work and you don't want to go home and cook and you're about to drive past, you know, Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or Del Taco or whatever, and it's just so tempting for you to be like, oh, I've had a hard day. I deserve this. I owe it to myself to swing through the drive-thru and take a load off and go home and watch Netflix because I have had a hard day. And sometimes that really is what you need, honestly. Like sometimes that's what you need. If you have if you just got fired or something, like don't go home and make chicken and broccoli and force yourself to work out if that's not going to be the best way that you serve yourself. But if every single day that you have a stressful day at work and you're going through the drive-thru and going home and couching it, like that's a sign of emotional eating. That's not you being kind to yourself and you taking care of yourself. That's you relying on food and Netflix to heal your emotional pain. So you have to be very conscious and that's why mindset is so, so important because emotional stress eating, bored eating, distracted eating, like a lot of our eating behaviors are impacted by where our mindset is because we oftentimes will, our eating behaviors are actually extensions of experiences that we've had. If, if, if going to Del Taco helped you feel good after a stressful day at work one time, there's a higher chance of that happening again because it helped you that one time, right? So all of our eating behaviors are learned. They are learned patterns over time. They didn't just pop up. Maybe they even showed up like when you were a kid and they've just carried into adulthood. Like who knows? That's why mindset work is so important. But if you constantly ask yourself, is blank ultimately more important than taking care of myself? Is going to happy hour again? Is swinging through the drive-thru instead of going to the grocery store and picking up a rotisserie chicken or blah, blah, blah? Is whatever that is, is that ultimately more important than taking care of myself? And is that the best way to show up for myself and for others? If you have kids, is that the best way that you show a good role model to your kids? Is that the best way to you know, show up for a sibling, for your parents? Like, is that the best way that you can be a role model or be an influence or show up or take care of other people? Probably not. Most, most likely not. So let's recap the five. So number one was this body is mine forever. It does so much for me. It's my job to honor it. Number two was food is fuel and an experience, 
not a cheat or treat meal, not a punishment, not a therapist, not a void filler. Number three, exercise is not punishment or compensation for something I ate. It's how I pay myself. It's an investment in myself. Number four, working out is a gift, not a burden. I am so fortunate to have a body that is a machine. It can heal itself from trauma. It carries and protects me and gives me freedom. Number five, is, insert thing that takes up time, ultimately more important than taking care of myself. Is that really the best way to show up for myself and for others? How do those statements feel when you say them out loud? If you say them out later to yourself in the shower before you go to bed, if you say that out loud to yourself, how do those feel? In your body, how do those feel? Does your stomach kind of like constrict when you say that out loud because you feel like that's not genuinely true for you? Does it constrict because you don't ultimately believe that statement? Maybe you ultimately don't believe that exercise is not a punishment or a compensation. If so, those statements that you feel that kind of like unsettling, sickening, constricting feeling is probably something that you need to work on. And on the other side of the coin, if you say, you know, working out is a gift, not a burden, and that feels really good, that's probably a good sign. That's a good sign that you have a positive relationship with exercise. It has You have a positive relationship with movement. It doesn't feel like a chore. It's fun. Um, and what you've done, what inner work or what outer work you've done has gotten you to a place where you can say that and feel confident in that and feel like it's true for you. So going through each of those five things can actually be very, very powerful. If you just take a moment to think about each one, say the, say it out loud, go the extra mile and journal about it, journal a page or two. I promise you will have a revelation or two. I mean, seriously, it, I was the biggest speck of mindset work. Like I was so skeptic of it. Um, it's, I, I have a problem with spirituality and gratitude. I, I took a test that confirmed that <laughs> I have my clients all take that test as well to see where their fitness qualities land, but I know I need work in those areas. So mindset has actually been a very big challenge for me, but in that challenge, I've actually been able to learn things and learn tools that I can then distribute to my clients. And it's absolutely been life-changing for myself and for my program. My clients are learning so much more and seeing so many more results than they did a few months ago when I wasn't doing that work. So your influence really does matter. Your inner work matters. You matter. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Remember that you can go to thefittrials.com and look up all the ways that you can work work with me or um, obtain products that I've created that are designed to help you. It's all there for you. So thank you for listening. I'm so thankful that you come in and tune into this podcast. If you share this episode with a friend, I will absolutely love you forever. If you leave a written review on iTunes, ugh, you are the best. I see those reviews. I read them. I really, really appreciate them. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.